0: So we're going to answer a question, or at least try to answer the question. How effective is the UN Human Rights Council in protecting the rights of people with disabilities? And so the UN Human Rights Council is made up of 47 members. And you're probably wondering, well, how do these countries get elected? Well, they are generally elected by members of the UN through a direct and secret ballot. The General Assembly takes into account. The state, the candidate, states contribution to the, to the promotion and protection of human rights, as well as the state's continuation of pledging its commitment to the protection of human rights. The council has been repeatedly criticised due to the makeup of its member states, especially because several them. Um, have records of grand and gross human rights violations, including those elected to chair the Commission. The desire to keep in states with problematic human rights records has been viewed as a way for those states to defend themselves and is one of the reasons why the previous UN Commission for Human Rights, along with its Politicalization and the fact that it engaged in politically motivated finger pointing at certain states, while in constructive debate about solving human rights issues. There have also been big concerns over the continued membership of the People's Republic of China, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, Zimbabwe, the Russian Federation, and the Islamic Republic of Pakistan. Each of these states haven't considered poor human rights by usually says have considered poor human rights records and another concern is that by working on resolutions to condemn human rights these states promote system and repression in their own countries and so just so you know the human rights Commission that the human rights Council replaced in 2006 the exact same year as the CRPD wasn't now was drafted actually passed the UN General Assembly Resolution three thousand three hundred and seventy-nine, which was adopted on the tenth of November nineteen seventy five by a vote of seventy two to thirty-five, with thirty-two absentees and it determined that Zionism was racism and racial discrimination which is kind of ironic because Zionism and the establishment of Israel by the UN helped give the Jews their own homeland and their own culture and a state to protect it in. And so by fingering Zionism as racism, considering that the Jews do not have the right to form to you in the fact that the Jews don't have the right to their own state. Which is something they generally need. Okay, and so, what does all this have to do with people with disabilities? Well, the simple fact that the, with, with, with the way the committee is, Old. And the amount of seats that each country get because the Asia Pacific and African states have thirteen seats. Eastern European states have six seats. Latin American states have Latin American and Caribbean states have eight seats and Western European and other states have Seven so, so by giving the member states with the worst human rights records, the largest number of seats, you're kind of giving these states a majority in voting on resolutions to protect human rights. And generally speaking, protecting human rights isn't something that these states are necessarily the best at least according to international standards. Now one way we can work on this issue is by giving all states an equal amount of representation in the council or areas and have these states with better human rights records help States with poor human rights records to work on their commitment and to grow and protect human rights in their states. So, for example, the UN, the US could, or the UK or Switzerland could help countries such as Kenya, Indonesia, Ethiopia, South Korea, Afghanistan, and Venezuela help protect citizens of their country through making a more stable government because a lot of these governments aren't stable help crack down on corruption and also help and also help the people understand okay the rights of people with disabilities is an issue that needs to be addressed let's all work together to address it However, a bigger issue is the fact that the UN, despite wanting to be a platform which people design for people with disabilities to come and represent the community, they generally don't have a lot of people with disabilities applying for jobs, or either that or because the UN requirements for working at the organisation generally don't really apply to the education level that people with disabilities have, because what I'm trying to say is that a lot of people with disabilities, especially cognitive learning and overall, so sort of disabilities that affect cognitive functioning and the ability to process the information generally might have a harder time at getting all the requirements necessary to work at the UN. So by making it... So the UN could make it easier and alter some of the requirements that people with disabilities might... to fit people with disabilities in their education level too. So that way these people can work at the UN. That way... That way, that way these people can chair the community or represent the community on the global, on the larger and global scale. Like for example, I want to work at the UN at one point to do that very, to accomplish that very goal, but because of the amount of requirements and because I couldn't, can't go to uni due to the way my disability affects me and, Makeup and cognitive processing, I couldn't work at the UN like I wanted to. And now, even though I'm like a very smart guy, there's a ton of knowledge about this topic, which is why I'm making this show because I couldn't go to university and get the degrees necessary, I couldn't apply for a UN position, and so I had to resort to other ways to represent the community. Which is something I'm pretty sure a lot of people with disabilities going to accomplish and so my final message is that the UN really needs to step up its role representing people with disabilities because due to the fact that a lot of these countries that have high positions or have a high number of seats on the UN Human Rights Council have according to the UN and other like I NGOs and IGOs poor standards of human rights. The institution just doesn't function properly because a lot of these countries could blame the UN for being Western Central or Western Centralised. And that is definitely partially true. But also, the UN doesn't take into account the culture of these countries, their histories, their status as... Poor powers, and I would argue that's also true. Yes, Saudi Arabia, China, and Zimbabwe, Russia, and Pakistan all have poor human rights records. But also remember what you see as poor in their countries, they might generally see as poor in your countries. And so, in order for the UN to function effectively, at least for the Human Rights Council to function effectively, we need to truly united in taking everyone's cultures and beliefs and stances on political issues, especially on the issues of right, the rights of people with disabilities, but also we need to figure out a way to get people with disabilities into the UN Like, find out what requirements they could give and how we could make it easier for these people to overcome the barriers to full participation in The UN. Because ultimately it will be the people with disabilities that help represent the rights of their community at the UN. And hopefully, then the UN might have a greater understanding of disability rights and of what we would like to see from our communities and countries. And hopefully, then the UN will finally and we all will be able to finally advance our scientific, cultural and political understanding of what our people with disabilities and our rights. Thank you for listening, I hope. I hope. Got a fantastic rest of